Coming up, we're going to be talking about some of the latest news that has come out over the past uh, little bit at Universal Orlando. So, not live from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida. This is the Universal Edition of That Is Unplugged. This is episode 109 of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. The Dis Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Com. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host with the most, as always, Craig Williams, and today I am joined alongside by Ryan O'Clavin. Hello. And back on the controls directing this show, Mr. Oliver Green. Hello everyone. Come on down. You don't understand what that is. It's, it's uh, uh, from the Price is Right TV right. show. Oh, so you finally did go back and watch it like we, we talked about. I, I didn't. never seen I just, it? Uh, yeah, he, didn't, he had no idea. It's Again, I know I speak English, but I grew up in a different... Actually, I can't say that. We have the Price is Right in England. <laughs> Someone will call yeah, me out on it. I was just going to say, <laughs> I feel like... Oh, there we go. It's terrifying. Yeah, okay. He was very confused on who Bob Barker was or who anyone who was. Drew Carey is? Yeah. Well, he knows Drew Carey. He did not know Bob Barker. What does Bob Barker have to do with this episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition? Well, the Bob Barker experience is coming to Universal Orlando. Absolutely nothing. Literally, absolutely <laughs> nothing uh, to do with it. Um, but what I do want to talk about is the fact that uh, right now we are currently on the Royal Caribbean uh, Oasis of the Seas on Podcast Crew 6.0. Having a good old time. I bet I got a tan by now, right? <laughs> but well, um, you're at least red. Yeah, so we apologize that we are not out live at this point in time, uh, but uh, we will be live with you again next week for our final episode of the year. Um, and I guess I should also say with all of this is um, clearly because we're pre-recording this, a lot of stuff can happen. Uh, we're doing this right after last week's show. So uh, there's there's a whole week's worth of news that might be coming out. Hopefully nothing. Always hate when stuff happens while we're on a cruise. Uh, but obviously things could come out. They might. They might. And if uh, we'll talk about it on that last show, uh, along with coverage about the holidays, so because the holidays start at um, uh, December third, so mm-hmm. they just started on this uh, past weekend, past Saturday. So I know, I think we uh, at one point we had made the bold statement that we would go on the third and be there to do all the coverage on that very first day. It's not going to happen. <laughs> um, not before we leave for a week long cruise. Before, yeah. I'm not, you know, maybe in my younger days, uh, but maybe before I was married, but not anymore. I think my wife would probably kill me if I was gone all day uh, right before uh, we are leaving on a seven day cruise, seven night cruise. So uh, I'm, I'm guessing by the time this airs in like two or three days after that, you know, once once we get back. Holidays run every single day, so it's easy to just pop over on one of our park days and go do Grinchmas and uh, all mm-hmm. of that. So I'm very excited for it, the holidays. So we'll we'll give you we'll end out the year with our coverage on what we actually think about it this year. We gave you a preview a few weeks back, uh, gosh, almost a month back at this point in time. But very excited to actually uh, uncover it and see everything that is happening with it. Uh, but what what are we talking about? about today what should we start with let's play the the roulette of sorts starbucks you want to talk about starbucks first i want to start with the little and go to the big oh oh. (laughs) fantastic let's kick off with starbucks so who in this room likes starbs i don't drink coffee but i enjoy the you know the you don't, offerings they have. You don't like uh, what? What? What do they call their uh, their non coffee drinks? Frappuccinos. Uh, frappuccinos? Well, well, frappuccinos technically can have um, espresso in them. Just fraps. So 
Well, they do some. They they do that strawberries and cream yeah. frappuccino that has no coffee in it. They just, do the blended that, drinks. I'm thinking they of Tazzo teas. They do well. They do mm. Tazzo teas. They do they do like the very berry hibiscus. Yeah, that's Aren't what they I'm thinking t- of. Tivana yeah. teas. I, I keep wanting to call it a culotta, but I believe that's like that's Dairy Dunkin Queen donuts. That's Dairy. Uh, yeah, that's right. Dunkin that's Dunkin', Dunkin Donuts. donuts. Um, but coffee culotta. Yeah, I. Uh, it's gonna drive me nuts. This is what happens when we're not live is that I can fool around. and It's a refresher. They call them refreshers. Ah, they do. Um, You're right. I know. Plenty of people have been like throwing stuff at their screens and out their windows as they're driving. How can they not know what a very, very hibiscus refresher is from Starbucks? Um, None of that matters. Uh, You can go. You you don't have to get the coffee there. You don't have to like it. But what you do have to like is the new – you are here mug that is coming to universal orlando uh for um for uh starbucks locations all the way over there i almost forgot where you could get it at there so if you're unfamiliar with the you are here series uh it came out uh, years ago at this point but basically in big cities all over our great country and in some points like states um because i i think they have like one for wyoming but could you name a city in Wyoming? Mm-mm. I'm trying to think real hard. Yeah. What's the capital of Wyoming? <laughs> My point Don't exactly. Worry. So in some, you know, obviously Los Angeles has one. Uh, they didn't make just a broad California one. Los Angeles has one. Orlando has one. New York has one. All all the cool cities. In- Cheyenne. <laughs> so oh, let's, let's go with a place like that. Iowa. Why do you need a, a one for Des Moines? Uh, some in some points you just don't. So they've made them also for states. If they don't really have that big like you need to go here city, none of that matters because they made so many of them. Uh, if you haven't ever looked at the pictures of some of them, they are actually really cool. I mean, I see them in airports every time we go to a different place. Uh, I, I didn't actually realize there were as many as there are. Uh, there, there's a whole bunch. I looked at a full site that has a picture of all of them, and uh, I there are some places I need to go out of my way to go just to get these cups. Uh, but I have a mug buying problem, like a really bad mug buying problem. Uh, I've spent too much of my life's hard work and earnings on mugs, uh, including once they introduced them at Disney Parks. They, they did uh, a whole series for Disney Parks. You even have the ornament version, don't you? I don't have the ornament version. We gave an ornament version to one of our closest friends, though, uh, that we got from Disneyland during our honeymoon last year uh, because they laugh at me for the amount of mugs that I go and buy every time I go on I go on a vacation or a work trip because they're usually like hanging out with Kylie while I'm gone. And I'll come home with four new mugs and a couple glasses, and they just – they always get all over me. So, And they also have helped us move multiple times and hate wrapping them up. But, yes, Disney added them. They had one for each park in Walt Disney World. They had one for each park in Disneyland. They've come out with special ones. They had a 60th anniversary one out there, a 45th anniversary. Those weren't a, those special ones weren't the You Are Here series, but Universal has their You Are Here series now too. And while it is a bit on the cartoonish side, uh, more than the other ones really are. Not the the person's not on the cartoonish side. Um, the the mugs on the cartoonish side. I like the mug. I think it's amazing. Yeah, uh, it looks like Universal. No, I mean, <laughs> that's the no, idea. No, I mean, obviously, it looks like the skyline. What I'm saying is, uh-huh. it looks like Universal. You know, it embodies what I yeah. feel like. What I like about this is I feel like um, there was an opportunity to make two separate mugs and, like, nickel and dime you to buy both if you're a fan, but they've put the one design from both parks on the one mug, which I think is pretty cool. So I like that. See, you say that. I disagree. I think it was a missed opportunity, Uh, but I know why it did it. Uh, Obviously, what you would want to see on the Islands of Adventure mug, if you would get it, is a nice big picture of Hogwarts and... I think that would happen over J.K. Rowling's dead, dead body. Um, so She likes Starbucks. Yeah, there is, I, I think it's more of a situation of they just don't have enough icons. I mean, the fact that they're using the, uh, the World's Fair uh, towers from Men in Black is part of the icon yeah. on there, kind of. 
kind of says what they really have to to pick and grab from. Uh, but I think it's it's an absolutely beautiful mug. It can be purchased at the Starbucks location at CityWalk. Uh, it can be purchased at the Port of Entry Starbucks at Island Adventure, as well as the New York one in Universal Studios Florida. Still don't know the price. Because Wait, can you get it at CityWalk? You said that. Yeah, right. you can. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go get one. I was really. <laughs> my cons- friend wants one. Yeah, I was considering just on the way over here this morning to go out of my way, go to CityWalk, buy it, just so we knew the price. I was gonna, and but I was I was worried that you were gonna yell at me because we were recording three shows today. <laughs> if I was like, I'm gonna be a few minutes late. You've got a real mug problem, haven't you? You were going to go out of your way today just to get the mug. I Don't say it mugs. was for the price. We know it was so you could Day have the mug one, for your he's collection. Get it. Yeah, <laughs> um, he's going to get it on the way home. Who are you kidding? I'm not going. I'm not going to stop and get it on the way home. I'm not going to. <laughs> so, you know, I don't like to bring up Kylie and her work at any point in time, but oh, she, she gets fifty oh, yeah, percent yeah, yeah, yeah. off right now. So there's a okay. annual pass discount or. There my wife discount. My wife. I'm going with my wife discount on that one. <laughs> so the perks of dating a theme park worker. Uh, you know, she can't share any information, but she can get me a pretty solid discount from time to time. I'm going to reach out to other people as well now that you said that. Mm. Mm. Wonderful. Mm. So mm. that is happening there. You are here, Starbucks mugs, now available at... Universal Orlando. I know I'll have one of those puppies soon enough. Speaking of puppies, should we talk a little bit about slop? Sure. Slop. What slop? the heck is slop? Secret Life of Pets. Uh, oh. Okay. <laughs> what a great abbreviation that one ended up with. I, I d- pets? <laughs> slop? How could I not be any more? Or oh, Did I say dogs? Dogs? Slop? Well, Come on. Not, you it's, can't call it dogs because the, they're... Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, I can't remember what word I said at this point. Because it's not just dogs because they're cats. And I'm losing my mind. We've recorded way too many shows <laughs> in one day. Um, it's, I, I can't believe it. But yeah, because we were also off Thanksgiving week and we didn't talk about it last week. Secret Life of Pets is coming to Universal Superstar Parade. Woo! Yeah, it's what's it uh, taking over from? The jump, hop, hop not jump, hop. hop. Which, yeah. Yes, so uh, weeks, weeks back at this point, um, Hop quietly disappeared uh, from the Universal Superstar Parade. Universal's Superstar Parade, sorry. Uh, and the big rumors was something was going to replace it, whether that would be Secret Life of Pets or getting uh, prepared for Sing to come out and trying to integrate it in that way uh but yes universal ended up going on the record and saying secret life of pets we're putting that float in there and not just not just one float baby they're putting two floats in two floats two floats well i feel like um hop was and again stop me if i'm wrong but especially when it came out in the uk hop was never that big like people didn't take to it people seem to have took to secret life of pets a lot more than they have to hop so yeah well i mean it's the bunnies were kind of creepy and james marston is like what about kelly kugel what's her name she's the girl she's never watched i've never watched hop Oh. Well, she doesn't. Yeah. Russell, I know James Marsden's in it. Russell Brand does the voice for one of the rabbits. Yeah, like the Brand. main one. There you go. Hop. I've you never seen it. I've just. <laughs> I just know he does the I voice know, but for you're it. You're saying it like it's not a well-known fact that Russell Brand is the voice of the bunny. You know, I was you, saying it because you said you hadn't seen it. Never seen it. There you go. Never seen it. See, I don't want to see it. You know, normally I would never dismiss a movie before I see it. I, I've seen enough from the trailers for it. I don't need to see. Hop. He poops jelly beans. I have seen that. I have seen that. I've I mean, seen, yeah, I haven't seen when the whole it's thing. I've just seen parts yeah. of it. So now that we're done talking about Hop, it's not. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll come back around to Hop at some point in time. Uh, yes, maybe we, around Easter. Secret yeah. Life of Pets. So there are two. Eb is the name of the bunny. Sorry, sorry. I just remembered. I was trying to remember because it's yes, Easter, Easter bunny. bunny. It's okay. Go ahead. Very clever. Sorry. Hop is a very good movie. Um, no, no. <laughs> Secret Life of Pets. Uh, we got the two floats. The first float uh, will be. A uh, Central Park looking style float that has Max and Duke on it. And uh, Max and Duke, of course, are the two uh, lead characters in uh, Secret Life of Pets, Louis C.K. and uh, Eric Stone Street. Mm -hmm. The voices for them. A very, very cute float, uh, indeed. I, I. 
think it looks adorable. And the second float will kind of be like a blending mashup of the New York skyline as well as apartment buildings. And that's where you'll see a lot of the other side characters like uh, uh, Snowball and Gidget and Chloe and Leonard and Buddy. And if you haven't seen the movie, the bird. you don't Who's the bird? know any of these things I'm talking about. That's going to end up in one of those remix videos. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I. uh, (laughs) Your new text tone from Patreon. So, and as you're up, as you're. Oh, mom's texting me. (laughs) Alongside both of the floats will be uh, uh, pet owners. Pet owners dancing and having a good time, and it'll be uh, all sorts of fun. Uh, I'm happy. These floats apparently are also supposed to be interactive. Oh, that's cool. So, uh, <laughs> you run in front of it, it runs you over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 Hit the air horn. Nope. No. <laughs> wow. Finally. It happened. <laughs> Oh goodness! That that was a nice surprise. That was a real good surprise. Merry Christmas, everyone! I'm happy about that. Um, So I think this is going to. They still haven't announced what day it will. uh, (laughs) Waiting for that. They haven't announced what day it will pop up on. For all we know, it will debut while we are on podcast cruise because the the Blu-ray for Secret Life of Pets comes out uh, December sixth. So I think it's going to be uh, somewhere in that realm. Uh, they they just said uh, in the initial announcement that it would come this December. No actual date on it. I, I think it looks amazing. You know, we had uh, – I don't want to say mixed feelings. We enjoyed the movie. Didn't think it you would be – You can check out our review yeah, on iTunes. On, Dis- yeah. on uh, Dispop. On Dispop. Yeah, I don't think it will be a movie watched for in, uh, 30, 40, 50 years. It won't be a classic, but uh, definitely an entertaining movie for kids. And I think it will will definitely revitalize and make – universal stupor super star superstar parade a bit more relevant um because well hop was in there before we still have spongebob we still have dora and i apologize if like parents out there still are showing dora the explorer and spongebob to their kids but uh you know every now and then i'll be at home during the daytime and i don't even see like spongebob on i see him maybe on for like an hour block well i think he's he's like back on i think he was gone and and is back now he's on nickelodeon there are new episodes on yeah no i've definitely seen it but you know towards starting to go into my teen years there would be blocks of hours where it would just be only spongebob i don't see that anymore i'm glad um yeah, I, I never really completely caught on, but he does. They they do feature one of my favorite singing artists of all time in uh, some SpongeBob episodes. Patrick. So, no, you know who my favorite musician is of all time from Flight of the Concords? No, Jermaine. No, Jermaine's like really Jermaine up there. Clint. So John shiny. No. I, I'm a, I'm play it. Dave Matthews. No. <laughs> oh, God, I'm getting closer. Uh, deep cuts. Deep cuts. No hits, just deep cuts. I said no hits. Hello, what? my dear friend. Okay. Oh, God. Is this really in an episode of SpongeBob? Uh-huh. Did you never watch SpongeBob? Wonderful. Here and there. Not like... Not like... Not in blocks. Oh, it's... What's his name? Uh, Tiny Tim. Is it Tiny Tim? Yes, it is. <laughs> Tiptoe through the zoo. <laughs> That was actually pretty good. I'm quite impressed <laughs> with myself. Oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> How often is he on SpongeBob? We're going to get hit with the copyright. No, we're not. You can barely hear it. <laughs> because with the magic of post-production, we'll edit this out. <laughs> I'm not doing the post on this if you want that edited out. That's where we end that. Um, so. Oh, God. I hate Apple Music. <laughs> yeah, because it brings the world of music right to you. Apple Music. fourteen ninety nine a month for family memberships. <laughs> oh, oh, I wish I had a ding instead of a buzzer. Like, ding! <laughs> okay, so uh, you can look for that float this December. I forgot what we were talking about at that point. Uh, let's move on to the next bit of news that I want to talk about. Uh, and that is a very, very strange 
thing that they are doing now, and that is return time tickets. You guys seen this? You heard about this? So I didn't know they this were is, doing it. I, I thought this was limited just to the water parks, or is this not limited just Jimmy to the Fallon water Jimmy Fallon is going to do it, too. Oh. Yeah. So return time tickets essentially now as part of especially the Universal Orlando app, um, you can get a return time ticket where you say how many people you have in your party. And almost like a fast pass in a way, you can select the time that you want to come back and you will be able to queue with very little weight. So um, is this a free service or is this a paid it's a, service? It's a free service. So right now they're testing it at Shrek. Uh, it will be a part of Jimmy Fallon. Um, uh, I guess the original, original part of this test started at P Flyers, but I must have completely missed when that happened or if it's still happening. I, I never go to Tyrannodon Flyers. Well, you don't have a child yeah. that you can kidnap. So that's, <laughs> that's kind of out, of out of my realm. I mean, I'm supposed to be a universal expert, though. So, But every now and then things fly over my head. Like a Pterodon Flyer. I was about to say it. <laughs> like the, a Pteranodon Flyer. on that one? So, <laughs> so, <laughs> you just had. <laughs> so right now they're and potentially it could come to despicable me, uh, and essentially, uh, what they're doing at Trek right now is you have your regular queue, you have your return time queue, and you have your express queue. So three queues. I, I was talking to someone else about this and. I'm just kind of at a loss in it. You have Express. So are we now saying like kind of what we've talked about from time to time before with Disney? Like, oh, is it ever possible to pay for fast passes? Is Universal now poised to set up a system where you have your regular line? If you're smart, you can make use of this free system where you can plan ahead of time and – have a, a time reserved for you to wait a uh, minimal amount for an attraction. And then also for a premium, you can go and you can wait in that and not have to wait in that line with an express pass. Is that like, I just don't understand this. I'm going to make a prediction. I think if this, what are they calling it? Re- it's return time tickets. Okay. So return time tickets. If this turns out to do well and it act, it's a success and it works, which yeah. it could be, you know, a very similar model has worked in other parks in the area. Yeah. Um, I think what they'll do is they'll scrap. And again, this is just a complete prediction. They'll scrap what they do currently with express tickets with paying for it. And you will link your card up to the app. And every time you want to get after your first, I don't know, let's say three, two or three, you get a day for free. After those are used up, you'll be able to pay for each individual attraction if you want to skip ahead. I think that's what they'll do rather than... No, they, no? that's not universal. That's not universal to nickel and dime like that. But are they nickel and diming you or is it a better service because you just want to hit like three or four attractions rather than paying for the whole day for the express pass is it a better value no i i think i don't think they will abandon express because uh you you see it on a busy day that people didn't expect to be busy or during halloween horror nights you'll see people going up to those express stands that are all scattered throughout the park and saying hey yeah i i've I want Express now, and they'll buy it. So I can't see them ever abandoning Express because it makes them money. But will um, this not? Because you're going to appeal to a wider range of people or giving a smaller amount to no, on the attractions they want to. No, no? They, they, they're not going to change the game with it. It's almost okay. – I, I just – I really don't know because, you know, Universal, it just – I. I I wish I had more details on it. I, I still I've tried to talk to people who might know a little bit more about it, but um, right now it's really just you know it, the test is happening. It's out there. Mm. So at some point, I guess they're going to announce extra details about it. But for me, it just it, it doesn't make sense to add that extra thing in. So. Um, because now you're looking at managing, you know, for Shrek, that's one thing. They can say yeah. return time and express goes into one show theater and I'll stand by guess we'll go into another. But uh, let's go on something like Despicable Me where you have to queue through all the sections. Are you then saying that instead of just having to worry about managing two queues that now 
you have to manage three different queues all trying to get them in? No. I'm saying you'll... Uh, I don't know, I One suppose, will go yeah. away. I was going to say, you'd rather than just having... You'd have your return time queue your and your regular standby. And then you can go through the return time queue like once or twice a day, however many they give out for free. And then after but they that can't, point... But they can't abandon Express. That is the perk of staying... I at thought, a deluxe hotel, too. I thought the idea was that they were getting away from standby completely. Maybe that that's no it. no longer have queues. And the idea is that yeah. this return time ticket will eventually eliminate a, st- yeah, a standby Interactive queue. queues, kind of like what you're talking about with uh, Volcano Bay. You yeah. have your Tapu Tapu wearable that will notify you when it is your time to go back. And you essentially get to, yeah. to just have a uh, reduced to no wait. Um, so maybe that's what they are having as an idea overall, but, um, cause as far as I knew on Jimmy Fallon, they're talking about, there's not going to be a standby. Yeah. Way. I just, I don't understand how in a world that can work. I don't get it. Imagine that as well with just from a, cause you, you worked at universal. Imagine if you opened up a new Harry Potter attraction and how popular that is on its first couple of months opening. Could you imagine a system trying to implement that from day one where it's like no standby line. And then within the first hour, it's like, we're booked for the day. Go away, everyone. Could you imagine that? Yeah. The (laughs) see some Jimmy Fallon and I'm sorry, I don't want to like just keep going in circles. The reason why I have a bad idea of comprehending this is because of working at two attractions at universal where (sighs) I don't want to be mean, but if you have team members and or guests who aren't in like the – they're not having their eye on the prize, you're, the amount of people you can get on the ride can greatly fluctuate. Oh, yeah. Um, Forbidden Journeys, uh, their total ride count that you can get people on in an hour is 2056. So that assumes that – all 47 ride vehicles are online. They are all being used. If no vehicles have to go to the secondary station and load, technically there's a way around that too. If you can <laughs> hurry them up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. While I was there, we hit a 2056 and wow. it was, uh, it was like one of the coolest days ever, but yeah, it's because a bubble opens up when it leaves for secondary. So it has to pull in, and you have to load that vehicle. If, if it's already, you know, you have to unload it, get people on, check real quick, tag it, get it out there to enter in that bubble that it yeah. came out of. And so you have about like 45 seconds going across in the station total. So if you can do it all in that time, you can get out there. That's all beyond the point. But, uh, you know... <laughs> If if we had all 47 vehicles online and every single person wasn't pushing their hardest to get high counts as well as, uh, you know, making sure guests aren't falling on the belt, stuff like that, um, you know, the, the average you're going around is like 1,700, 1,800 guests on it per hour. So w- with the whole return time thing, yeah, you get your return time. You don't have that standby queue. But if you start – if you stop hitting your projections for the hour – that's going to screw up your total count for the day, and that's going to screw up how many return time tickets they gave away too. And that's going to start creating these lines even longer. That's why I don't get it. It's a, the, a system like that where you can reserve your time with a minimal weight and everything's perfect only works in an ideal world. And theme parks, you've worked at attractions. How many times did you have to go late on it? Well, at Lights Motor Action, you didn't because they'd start the show while people are still walking up. Yeah. But, like, how many times have you been in places where it's like, okay, well, people aren't going. Backlot people. tour. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, you know, loading the first part of the water tank show. You're, you're supposed yeah. to wait until, like, people – like, three-quarters of the people are in. But sometimes you're like oh, – like Christmas time. You're like, yeah. okay. It takes a long time to get everyone all the way to the end. Then you have to move everyone in. But then you you have to give the safety spiel so that – technically, you have to give it so everybody in the queue hears you. Yeah. And that – like in order to do that, now you're starting the show with six minutes of the show left, and you're supposed to have started the show at eight and a half minutes. Yeah. So now you've lost two and a half minutes of the show, and then that's assuming that the other person's walking out as fast as you can talk, and and then you're like, now I have to talk really, really fast, and no one's going to understand a word I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm I'm I am putting all my it's faith on YouTube if you want to watch it. 
I am putting my everybody faith. Welcome to the backlot tour. <laughs> come on in, everybody. Don't come over. Mm, I have some cookies. <laughs> and my favorite director, Michael Bay. <laughs> yes, he oh, is. God, that was just a stab in my heart every day. Saying that. Sorry. Listen. Anyone who says The Rock is not a good movie, it's crazy. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. Sean Connery, bro. Great movie. You don't like The Rock? You're sighing like you don't like The Rock. You don't like The Rock? You don't like The Rock. Why don't you like, like The Rock? rock. I, who will not wear the ribbon? <laughs> have you seen The Rock? <laughs> okay, well, that's... We could have... Well, I'm going to download it. Okay. Right now, we're watching it on the cruise. <laughs> oh, joy. Assuming just that it's... Well, I, I, you just assuming lost. that it's on Netflix and Rhino is not talking about illegally downloading movies. I would never movies. talk about it. So Also, just putting it out there, when you said The Rock, I thought you meant, like, Dwayne Johnson. Okie dokie. That's why I was sighing. So, <laughs> Even more offensive is heavy side of Dwayne The Rock. We will see what happens <laughs> in the future on these uh, return time tickets, how it expands, if it's a success, if it's not. I think, personally, I think Universal will push it. Uh, to make it a success and make it work, I know that you're you're right. That's what they want the future to be. They want it to kind of go in that direction. Um, but yeah, it's a it will be an interesting test to see the results. So, are we ready for the big boy? Are we ready for the news tendo? Mm, where's the blowhorn again? God, you were on point before. I, what, but that, that's not a blowhorn moment. Yeah, that wasn't really a blowhorn yeah. moment. No, I feel yeah. like your face and the you were excited. See, no, if if you said like, oh, your face is a, and then uh, that's a blowhorn oh. moment. Oh, okay. Flame, 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 flame. There we go. There you go. Okay, so it is on Netflix. <laughs> um, okay, that was that's a, yeah, that's a happy one. <laughs> that's a happy horn. Um, so let's talk about the big boy Nintendo. No, I'm, we're done with that. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna upset Mike Campbell. So I'm gonna call him out on that too. Is Mike Campbell not like that? Oh, he hates it every single time. Oh, I think so. we should replace the uh, horn just with someone going Mike Campbell, my 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 Mike Campbell. <laughs> so uh, Nintendo, um, in uh, they announced. Uh, over a year ago at this point that Nintendo and Universal were partnering up for uh, for theme park attractions. Uh, and since that initial announcement, not much else has happened, but Universal deemed it necessary to finally give us an update on uh, what is currently happening with Nintendo. And I, I love that their blog kind of announced it as like breaking news on Nintendo. Um and nothing about it was really breaking. So let's no. talk about <laughs> what what was announced in this news that we can call breaking. Well, uh, they said that Nintendo will have a presence at Universal Studios Japan, Universal Studios Hollywood, and Universal Orlando. All three parks. How many parks, Craig? Oh, wait, four parks. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, <laughs> so it will be at all those. It will not be in Singapore, um, at least for now but singapore is different uh universal doesn't own a stake uh the majority stake in singapore like they just bought out the 51 percent in japan so uh they have a little bit more plus you know you kind of want nintendo in japan yeah i would hope that it goes in its mother country and i as i I think we've talked about it at one point in time i i genuinely i genuinely think that nintendo will be going to universal studios japan first uh, before making its way to Hollywood and then finally finishing off in Orlando. Uh, and I've said it before, the reason I say that is it deserves to be in Japan first. Mm. Nintendo is Japan. Uh, it just, it fits in. Hollywood has a very heavy uh, tourist, uh, they have a very heavy uh, tourist flow of guests from uh, the Asian countries. Um just because it's easier to get there than it is all the way to Orlando. So I think that is a, a shoe-in for the next place it needs to be. And then as much as I want it to be first in Orlando, um, you, you have to cater to the markets where it deserves to go first, in my opinion. So, yeah, but we know it'll be here. The interesting tidbit in this is that uh, because Universal Orlando is three parks, potentially in the future four parks, they didn't actually pinpoint 
which park it would be in. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> new park. Well, and that's where this discussion's leading. We're, we're done with the other news stories, so now we're doing Nintendo speculation on top of going on with all the details on the story. All, uh, all, all theories aside that we've had in the past before, genuinely, at this point in the game now, where do y'all think Nintendo is going? New Park. New Park? Why? 100%. Because it's going to be, I mean, we're getting it last now. And um, we don't know. There was no announcement of when we were getting the parks. I was just purely speculating on that. Oh, well, I, I just have this this feeling that they're... I don't know. Why wouldn't they have specifically said what park it was in otherwise? I don't think it's going to get its... Do you mean, is it going to get its own non- park? Not okay, its own park. Right, it will not get its own Yeah, I was going to say, there's no way that will happen, but no. okay, maybe it will that, go in a new park. I think it'll go with the Harry Potter expansion. Hmm. I... See, part of me says it will debut in a new park, because that makes sense. But... One thing that has kind of been on my mind since we talked about Universal buying the land and will there be another theme park added in there? What will happen? Uh, we, we've talked about the new park before on the show. What what would we expect to see there? The more and more I think about it, does Universal actually have enough to fill another park? No, but they're the IP kings. You know, they buy the other properties they scoop up the million dollar property billion dollar properties excuse me (laughs) but i don't think they can they can't afford it comcast can do anything uh someone on twitter i read it i can't remember who it is i'm sorry i can't attribute it to you but um they wrote like they actually believe that there's a world where comcast is actually probably closer to being able to buy out Disney than Disney could ever uh, get Universal to sell off Marvel. Well, it's because rights for theme parks because it's a uh, telecom company too. It's an all-encompassing yeah. company, so it's you know it stretch the the reach is farther than Disney's reach in terms of like where they go exactly. And so, like thinking about something like that, where it's like, yeah, that is true. Comcast could actually probably buy Disney before Disney could ever come up with a number that they'd be willing to buy those theme park rights back for Marvel from. Uh, but that's the, the, so yeah, Comcast has deep pockets. They have the deepest pockets in the game right now and they're willing to throw money, but will they throw money into a park that is just like half? Okay. Just because you have Nintendo, something new Potter, we really hated dreamworks, but, uh, you know, trolls was, Moderate, yeah, but success. There, there, there is the confirmation that there is more Shrek in the in yeah. the motion, and that um, Kung Fu Panda is committed to however much longer that's going to happen for, like ten movies or something. And then I, I just have this feeling, like, why did they purchase? I understand they purchased DreamWorks, and why not purchase it? But I don't know. At this point in time, I just if they would try to make a third park, a third full theme park, not not a water park, so their fourth gate. I don't think they have enough that could actually sustain it for being like something very interesting. Jurassic World. It, I think they're going to want to add. Yeah, I, I think that there will be expand expansions. I think one thing that the Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios has shown us is that you can have two two of the same IP in two different parks and have it still work. So you can have yeah. Hogsmeade here and you can have Diagon Alley here, have them be two complete experiences. I know the difference is, is that basically they can technically be yeah. one experience because the train combines the two. However, so Fantastic Beast area or whatever, another Harry Potter related land. They, they, so I forgot I think about they Jurassic could pull World. Out Jurassic yeah. World as well. Um and so Nintendo thrown into that's three properties throw in something for the kids but all these areas would also have to have multiple attractions illumination oh, I think you get some attractions out of everything they've got definitely but it's it it just feels too much it feels like there's not enough to sustain a constant theme if you wanted the park to be one themed and yeah. if if yeah. when when we're talking about what we're talking like oh you've got Nintendo you've got all when they bought was it DreamWorks not that long ago when they bought all the DreamWorks yeah. stuff um, this all feels like a mixed bag. Like, there's not enough stuff to make it. Because what would it be? Would it be, you know, Islands of Adventure is obvious. Islands of Adventure is um, different islands. 
well, you have adventures. No, they're different islands themed to different things. Now, these weren't necessarily all IP islands. Like, they had Marvel Superhero Island. They had um, some other stuff that, you know, that they could uh, work with that were... It was stuff that they designed themselves, you know, like... Yeah. Um, I forgot what it's called. Whereabouts? Uh, Sinbad is. Lost Continent. There you go, Lost Continent. And then they've added stuff in, but it works. It feels like it works. They're going to create a third... Uh, sorry, a fourth gate, a third theme park would they just do this kind of like hodgepodge mixed bag of tricks or would they say you know what this is like a we're going to try and keep it a dreamworks kind of themed park a marvel theme park uh, sorry uh uh nintendo theme park you know it's i just don't i don't know i guess i wouldn't make a good theme park designer uh, because I can't, I don't have this vision in my head right now, but I know there's definitely people out there in Universal Creative uh, that clearly have a grasp on this as well as Comcast and further above. Um, so that leads me back around to thinking, mm-hmm. I still want to see Nintendo in KidZone. I, I, want, I, I want to see Nintendo wherever it goes, because I know wherever it's yeah. going to go, it's going to be great. I do agree with you, that KidZone area, like... That's a whole part of this part. That, that's a bad spot in the Apple yep. right now. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I want to see it there. Um, you, yeah. You've seen from the only thing that concerns me is KidZone as a foot plan. Yeah. There's a lot there with Barney and get rid of, um, get rid of the, the stage uh, show for uh, animal actors. Yeah. Get rid of everything with Curious George. It would then have to, You're gonna have to draw somehow move further back, though. Yeah. So the parade building would have to essentially be relocated um, that is also used as a Halloween Horror Nights house. Uh, that that would have to move, and Nintendo would have to expand further back behind Simpsons and Men in Black area, mm. where they also put uh, two tents for Halloween Horror Nights. So, so then it's going to impact that. That's what I'm worried about the impact on there. Um, so yeah. that's where you also can look at it. Well, a new park, they can design it around, do what they want to do with Nintendo in that space instead of worrying about having to to fill a, a square a square uh, square peg in a round hole yeah. or a round hole in a square peg, whatever it is. Go watch Apollo 13. They explain all about it. It's a great movie <laughs> and universal. Wow, that silence was terrible for the audio <laughs> people out there. Um, so, I, I don't know. I'm hoping. I'm hoping for Kid Zone still. I know it's definitely not Islands of Adventure. It made more sense in Kid Zone. I feel but like it would make more of an area to play with. But it would definitely. It would make sense in Islands. It would make sense. Island. It would make sense. It would make a lot of sense. I get just rid don't. of the cartoon area. I'm I, sorry. I, 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 or you know what? Get rid of the Lost Continent area. Even better. Well, Lost Continent, I think, will get absorbed and become. Something to do with Harry Potter in the future. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm concerned with what what they can do with Nintendo. Um, I don't think there is there is enough room in either one of those foot plants with Lost Continent or with uh, with Toon Lagoon. I just there's not quite enough. Now, if Kong was never built, and they would have took some of that land over and made it like uh, Mario Island, something like that. That would have been freaking cool. That would have been amazing. But um, I just, again, why try to squeeze something that we know will be amazing into a tiny space uh, when they can find a way around? I have a feeling there's going to be a further investment in more franchises as well. Like, I I have a feeling they could go deeper with Transformers. I know we only have the one attraction, but I'm just thinking they just formed this brain trust in in Hollywood to create this um, Transformers universe where they're like, there's the new movie that's coming out in the summer, but then there's like three animated movies in the works. And then there's also another Bumblebee spinoff. And there's at least going to be like three more live action in the same vein that like, clearly there's a commitment to making Transformers stay a thing as long as possible. That like I'm thinking about that, and I'm thinking maybe they could eventually they'll eventually close Jurassic Park to move it to create a new Jurassic World section at the new park. Yeah, heck, I'll even say with a uh, old park, I you know I'm not going to be one of those people that says, oh, we're going to replicate, we're going to replicate Back to the Future, we're going to replicate Jaws. Those are gone for a reason. Uh, they they are gone for reasons. However, I don't think Universal would be completely. Uh, against 
finding a way to exploit these franchises that still have ways to make money. Yeah. Um, well, we talked about, you know, there's something that celebrates the history of Universal, too. Yeah, but I, I really think that it could be expanded beyond that. I think they there's still a way to make money off of Blu-ray and DVD sales on Black, Back to the Future. Uh, there's still so well, much ground for stuff like that. just showed us that like crazy last year. I mean, the yeah. newspaper article the, that Pepsi sold out like crazy. The sneakers are still yeah. like in high demand, you know. And I, uh, I know Universal is about promoting what they currently have happening, what is currently fresh, um, but... I, I, they are also smart enough to know that sometimes you have to look to the past to get I think what the film is. vault is. That store is a yeah. great example of yeah. like I'm sure that store does well. Yes. So, but I still do not want to see the Breakfast Club the musical. That is would just be going terrible. To be a musical? Is that yeah. thing? You didn't hear about it? No. no. What? <laughs> oh God. God. <laughs> Don't you forget about me? Box step. Don't you? <laughs> Um, we only play Tiny Tim on this show. Thank you very much. Fantastic. So let's keep moving on with Nintendo. So Universal has also said that Nintendo will be expansive, immersive, no surprise there, and interactive, also no surprise there. Uh, the expansion will be highly themed and authentic environments, uh, and they'll be filled with multiple attractions, shops, and and restaurants. Mm. So part of the immersion also described gigantic piranha plants that spring I, to life. sounds cool to me. There will be the question blocks and power-ups hidden all around. Cool. And Mario and friends will be there to pull you into this brand new world. So I think definitely, as far as this goes, Phase A, as we've, as we've expected, Phase A will be solely Mario and... I'm hoping that's, for Donkey Kong, but that's whatever. That. Well, if it... Okay, well, here's a way Donkey Kong can get in by He's doing something wrong with Mario Kart yeah. or going back and celebrating original Mario. Original. So, um, so I, I think there is a way to kind of get those characters in there, but I think it's it's not going. We're not going to see Pokemon out the gate or Link. Uh, we're not going to see. Yeah, we're not going to see anything with Zelda. We're not going to see Star Fox. Um, we're not going to see. We're not. I believe that was was that. I mean, that was on Nintendo sixty four, but I can't yeah. remember. Was that? It wasn't Capcom that made it. Was it Rare? Oh, gosh, it's going to drive me nuts now. Um, but I still think I love the idea of like as soon as I read or heard this, I was like. I can just imagine Rare. people jumping and tapping a box. You know what I mean? Like, there'll be a box, and, like, you hit it. Like, the coin box. I bet there's going to be a coin box, and you're going to be able to hit it. Because there's a lamp, a touch lamp I've seen, where you can touch it. And if you touch it, like, repeatedly, it'll do the the noise change. Because, yeah. you know, you can hit the... the oh, yeah. Just, I mean, just think of photo op opportunities <laughs> with being able to go up and punch the box and yeah. you can see you know one of the power oh, coming out i imagine the they'll be selling stuffed versions of all the like the mushroom the flower yeah, yeah. the leaf no it, the it acorn could, it could be just so so cool with where they can go with it and i'm happy that they're probably going to keep it solely to mario in the first round i mean that's that's where it started that's where it deserves to kind of kick off with and part of that that they you know, when they say this Nintendo expansion, they'll have highly themed and authentic environments filled with multiple attractions, shops, and restaurants. I think the first of what we see in terms of Nintendo is going to be all cookie cutters of each other. I mean, obviously, they'll oh, change yeah, it yeah, around yeah, a little yeah. bit to, mm. to make it fit in the It'd area. like how they did Hogwarts, uh, how they did Hogwarts, yeah, probably. Yeah, little differences based on what land it's going into. And that's also, not to circle back around to the third or the fourth theme park, that's why I think that it has a better shot of just going into one of these already areas at Universal Studios Florida. Is that They're not going to create know, it its own exclusive yes. type of land here. They're not like Disney like that. Well, I don't even know that Disney does that, really, unless so. they're building a new park. Like, they're never simultaneously building stuff like that. So, Universal also says, we will feel like we are playing inside of real-life versions of our favorite games, and there will be something for every age and level of gaming experience, which... Sounds like the Wii. Well, I, I just... I love that it's going to feel... I, I don't think they're going to make it say it makes us feel like... 
we are in the games. I think it literally, they are going to find a way to make it one giant game. We're being in that area. You are constantly playing these games with these interactive. Imagine if they do a thing too. like they did with Toy Story Mania when that came out, and they had like the Wii game. Imagine if there's a Wii, uh, like a game. It won't be Wii by then. It'll be whatever yeah. Switch. But like, if there's a game we can buy that is the game that we're in, you know what I mean? So now there'll be like a universal themed Nintendo game. That'd be I cool. don't know. That sounds exciting to me. Yeah. So it, it does. It's all very very exciting. So. Let's uh, let's have a little fun right here at the end. So, not speculating on anything, just saying what we would like. So, Rhino, I know you are most excited. You want to see something Donkey Kong? I love Donkey Kong. That's my jam. Right? That's that's your number one. If yeah. you could, if you could have anything, you want Donkey Kong. I want to see a Donkey Kong meet and greet. <laughs> that's that's your big one. I'm setting it low. No attraction. Yeah. Uh, you know, it would be fun, but I can't imagine they're going to be able to. We're going to be going through the jungle, throwing barrels at whatever. <laughs> you know, well, that's it. Obviously, Mario would be the blue, attraction. Blue Sky, the concept. What what Donkey Kong attraction would get you excited? <laughs> I I don't know. I I can't even think about it. I, All that imagination just spewing out of your own. <laughs> I just I don't know what it would look like. It, I think it would be similar to how like the Forbidden Journey is like something completely unique and original. I think is what you would have to do, uh, not like a three D simulator or anything. But maybe they'll design this thing where you like get into a jeep and you go around and then you feel like you're going through like the woods, and it screens on either side. Then at the end you'll see this giant. Uh, animatronic I'm gonna throw kind a of. Chair at you. Oh wait, they've already done that with Kong, haven't they? That's just regular Kong. <laughs> See, the only thing I was thinking of is with like Donkey Kong is one of the coolest, one of the coolest parts of the original game, in my opinion. My favorite part about it was when you had the minecart level. Oh god, those stress me out. I would love to have like a minecart mine coaster, kind yeah, of think ET cool. at the front of your uh your bikes in yeah. this little basket have donkey kong in your mine cart yeah and like that would a, be really cool it'd have to be a grossly oversized mine cart <laughs> but um i don't know something about that like that kind of that kind of gives me and hey like there's the a, broken tracks along the way and everything yeah yeah, yeah i mean i'm cool. fake broken <laughs> you wouldn't want to hashtag fall on right hashtag uh, what about you, Oliver Bolivar? Oh, I've got a few ideas. Can I only pick just one, or can I just put a few things out there? Um, yeah, I'll let you. I'll let okay. you have a little free reign. I right? would like to see some sort of uh, bullet coaster. So the bullet that you see uh, in Mario right. when it's coming along—that'd be cool if that was incorporated into some sort of type of coaster. Like you rolled the bullet through, like as he went through the land yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be like a that's something fun you could What's do. What's his name? Bullet. It's a- is it, it's not Bullet. I don't know what his name it's is. It's like Bullet Bill or something. But if they were to... <laughs> so if, it is Bill Bullet. But go on. Yeah, sorry. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, if, if they were to squeeze it into the uh, kids' zone section, I could see the, the Woody Woodpecker coaster potentially becoming like a Bullet coaster. They'll just retheme it, put a new car on the track. That's no, what I, I thought. overlay it. No, they've done that. Be a tear no, what they did with Harry Potter and uh, Flight the Hippogriff. But that was, that was the beginning of the new phase of mm, harry potter uh, of universal like the, that was the first investment in in stepping forward that's true i'd also like to see some sort of uh cart thing so not go-karts because go-karts are cheesy but like like mario kart what i'm seeing in my head is some sort of um ride design uh such as spider-man or transformers and you could incorporate that into some sort of go-kart kind of uh attraction so you're playing mario kart and you're in it so you'd you know, hit the boxes, you'd be driving around. I think that'd be fun. Uh, and then on the restaurant front, I'd like to see some, like, Luigi's Pizza or something. So, Luigi's Pizza? Oh, yeah, yeah well, Luigi's Pizza. Because I, I was thinking, like, when they were, like, restaurant, I'm like, what's yeah. the theming there? But I guess it's Italian. They could also do, is it Peach, the name of the princess? Yeah. Yeah, they should do, like, her castle, and it should just dwarf Cinderella Castle. That's what they should do. Just go. You, you want them <laughs> to build a new icon? <laughs> I mean, that's... That'd be kind of funny. That'd that be is... fun if they did that. Well, see, my thing is, uh, like, specifically with uh, Mario Kart, I think it was Super Mario Kart, um, they had they had the haunted house in there, where mm. obviously the booze live. 
the little ghosty people, mm-hmm. and it's it's been in other Mario games. It's, it's not just kind Mario Kart. Of, yeah, it was in the original Mario. Yeah, no, it, it's in it's a recurring thing in Mario. Um, it's been in Mario World and uh, a whole bunch of other different things. Uh, Paper Mario as well, Luigi's Mansion. Oh, Paper um, Mario. I want to get that. It's I and and it was actually Luigi's Mansion where the ghost house was. Like that was the main setting for it. I'd love to see something like mm. that where it's just incorporating that. I kind of I, I would see that as like an interactive, definitely an interactive game where you're capturing the ghosts and almost it's like a new level of Ghostbusters, Rhino. I'd be hundred percent on board. Would you be? Would you be? I would. So yeah. yeah. What if you had as well? Just come to me right now. Some sort of flume ride that was like. Because um, they're both plumbers, right? Luigi and Mario. And it could be like the Well, one's water an works. One's oh. A plumber. <laughs> oh, they're both plumbers. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I missed something along the line. But no, Hello. some sort of flume ride where I think that'd be cool where like you're going through the the tunnels and stuff and I, th- like, I, I was trying like, to think oh, how they could incorporate you know? going through the tunnel maybe that'll be the ride the t- that's how you shift from one world to another is you going through the tunnel mm. yeah. and you're moving from one one land to another or whatever one world yeah. there's one just world. there's just so many possibilities out there for what it could become mm. it's very exciting so uh just just another Another thing that Universal has us all pumped up. I think it's just it's a land that lends itself to having to using the most innovative technology that they can. You know what I mean? It's going to be, I think, done right. They're going to invest appropriately, but they're going to create these new type of experiences that we haven't experienced at any other theme parks before. I think they have an opportunity here for that. And I don't want to be cheesy, but I think really the possibilities are, you know, the only thing that can limit it is their imaginations of how far they can mm. take it because um, you know we sit here and talk about the things we want to do that's what the engineers out there and these these brilliant people are actually figuring out how to do it and um you know not not these ideas obviously they have better ideas um see in maybe. my head as you were saying it, i like I've, i could see someone from universal creative like watching the show going these are brilliant these are gold <laughs> the gold the good the good we didn't even so, think of the tunnels <laughs> so, well if we're, if we're throwing that out there mario tennis i would like to be able Ooh. to play tennis against mario Oh, okay. How would you like, do it? Oh Craig? my god, like a human version of Wii? That you like so how you play the Wii with the one remote? Imagine being able to step in and then Mario's the opponent and you're like you're on the other like you know what I mean? I'm imagining sort of a I a think life size video game. Yeah, but I think what I'm thinking of is the holodeck from Star Trek. Okay. <laughs> like you step into a room and boop 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 it comes up and it's like here you are, you're playing the game. Well, you can do it all with three D projection now, so yeah. it's not it's not no, feasible. And that's like one thing. It's one thing watching it on a TV and, yeah, you're playing against it. But if you could stand up there in real life and you're doing it on a wall this size and it actually yeah. looks like Mario's right down there yeah. uh, from you, like that could be – I don't know. You sounds know, like I know a that's good like idea for an upcharge attraction. That all, it, it almost sounds like – I don't want to be rude – something that is like in a mall. Like, yeah. you yeah. know, one of those cheesy attractions. Yeah. But that's uh, – you know, I love Mario Tennis. I love Mario Golf. I like Mario sports, <laughs> games, tennis and golf. That is, and they're they're Olympic ones. Those are fun <laughs> Did you just do it? You still move, so everyone knows what Olympics. Yeah, were. the Olympics. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna cut away. That's what I look like when I'm running. I look like I'm milking a cow when I'm running. I look like George Lucas when I'm running. <laughs> you will get me a coke. You will you get me a coke, coke zero. zero. You will. I find your lack of Coke Zero disturbing. <laughs> wow. So Giddy up. That was, that was all the big news in terms of what was happening with Nintendo and Universal right now. I'm sure we will know more. Uh, the one thing we do know is that the planning process and creative work is underway, and uh, they will be opening separately over the next few years. So next few years. And Oliver, uh, Oliver and Spencer actually pointed out a really funny tweet to me. That we we've talked before on the show about how how hilarious Universal's Twitter is. Like they're not afraid to <laughs> they get sassy. They're not, yeah, they're not oh, afraid yeah. to get sassy and go after. So I I'm, apologize. I'm going to screw up the context of this. Um, but essentially, someone asked them, uh, "Was Nintendo a response to Star Wars Land?" And Universal responded back. No, we announced Star Wars, or we announced Nintendo in May of 15. Disney announced it 
Disney announced Pew Pew Land. <laughs> Pew Pew Land. <laughs> in, uh, Disney announced Pew Pew Land in August. So really, they're trying to catch up to us. Oh, I think that was the gist of it, right? Yeah, yeah. that was almost it as was... good of a tweet burn as the one you did the other day, Craig. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. right. <laughs> um, which, so, you know, I, I think when they say they're going to start opening up separately over the next few years, they genuinely mean it. I don't think we are. A few years, I'd say the, by the time the last Nintendo-themed area is open, 2021. I say it's the latest we will see something. I think I bet, it's going to be there. It's going to be not far behind Star Wars. I'm starting. I because the reason I said Japan, the Olympics are going to be in Japan in 20, 2020. So that's why the speculation was that they wanted I Nintendo know put it in Hollywood. They wanted Nintendo open up there before. Well, and they're yeah, restructuring sense. all the backlot, so they want it. So maybe maybe 2019 in. Um, uh, in Japan, 2020 in oh, yeah. Hollywood, 2020. and um, 2021 here. In 2021 here, again, all speculation. I could be entirely wrong, um, but I want it now. It's my money, and I need it now. So, any last thoughts on that before we wrap up this puppy? Put this lipstick on the pig and send her off to pasture. <laughs> you talking about? I have to pee really bad, so oh. let's oh, finish. for that. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. <laughs> pee, pee. Pew, pew. Well, thank you guys so much for the intriguing conversation. Thank um, you, this thank was you. a lot of fun, as it always is, and I cannot wait for next week when we are back recording another episode, the last one of the year. My gosh. The day Star Wars comes out. Rogue One. Yes. Sorry, I'm really no. excited about that No, day. we're the 15th. Yeah, that's the uh, day Star Wars comes out. You it comes out at 16th. 7 p.m. It comes out the 16th. I'll be sitting in my movie theater seat at 7.30 p.m. comes out the 16th. So, um, yes. So, thank you, guys. Thank you, all of you out there. Uh, and we will be back with you next week for another episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal. Until then, resolutions are something. Stuff. Bye.